Welcome to the Guidance with Grace podcast. I'm Grace, a personal trainer and nutrition coach in college recreation and wellness here at Columbus State Community College. I'm here to bring you the facts about current health trends, debunk myths, and clear up misunderstandings about any and all health and wellness topics. Along with expert guests, my goal is to help you discover what wellness means to you and help you make the best decisions during your health and wellness journey. Let's get started. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Guidance with Grace. I'm Grace, and today we have... um, my guest, if you will, is Jason. Jason, you've been on the podcast, uh, many different episodes talking about tons of things. You're an awesome coworker that I can kind of just dig, dig into your brain. And, um, and I, I really do appreciate your time. So, uh, Jason and I are going to be talking about mindfulness specifically to, uh, minding your mobility and kind of just daily movement. So let's just jump right in. Welcome. Well, it's good to be here. Yeah. Thanks for having me back. So mindfulness to you um, and, and kind of the movement spectrum of all of it is what? How would you kind of like mindfulness and movement? What do you think of uh, when you hear that? Um, it's a multifaceted idea, I guess. You know, mindfulness has um, especially become kind of a very very hot topic over the past decade or so. Um, you know, mindfulness can be anything from appreciating the food you're eating as you're chewing and appreciating it. It can be keeping, being mindful of the things you do, um, a mindset, uh, an awareness, um, in, in the relationship of fitness. Uh, you know, I think being mindful is not just doing it to check a box doing it as an awareness as something that that is you're doing because you know your body needs it your body wants it and it's also rewarding and to enjoy that reward mm-hmm. as much as you may not always enjoy the work itself yeah well and I don't I think I many of us have probably heard that quote like nobody ever like after a workout said oh how awful Right. (laughs) Like you usually feel better after. Right. Like I wish I wouldn't have. I think that's more like it. Uh, You know, like you you generally feel better after any type of movement, even Mm -hmm. if it's not like a high intense, you know, CrossFit or whatever, you know, any type of movement, just even going for a walk. Um, You I know you kind of incorporate a little bit of mindfulness and mobility and stuff into your day. What do you do right now? Um, As far as mindfulness goes, yeah, I know I go through phases where it's a little bit more mindful like meditation aspect mm-hmm. which um, we've done episodes on yes yeah. for sure um and, and i believe i've even talked about this previously is um in the mornings got to get the blood flowing mm. you know i'm i'm not the the easiest starter you know like i'd like a warm cozy bed and i don't like getting out of it on a lot of mornings but you have to you know and once my feet hit the ground you got to go um, and, and I like to go downstairs, you know, I usually put on a pot of coffee first. Mm. You know, it is what it is. <laughs> I have a little, I have an office and there's a little space and, and, um, I start with a little bit of, of mobility, right. And old school mobility, loosening up the knees and the hips and the shoulders. Mm. Then I do, uh, you know, one to two minutes of calisthenics to get the blood flowing. And then a, a few modified in my own personal modifications of, uh, 
you could call it like a sun salutation mm. in essence mixed mm -hmm. with some hip openers like kind of almost a yoga mm -hmm. um and that way i know regardless of what else i do in the day i at least got that especially opening up the hips you know we all spend a lot of time sitting for our, our jobs uh, driving you know relaxing whatever mm. um so I know regardless of what my workout is, because let's be honest, sometimes workouts actually tighten your hips up depending mm -hmm. on what they are. Yeah. You know, so I know I've at least spent some time giving my body the things that it needs. And it's not always the things I want to do, but it's something that, that I know helps. Mm. Well, and I think you have a, a great point, like kind of just whatever you do in movement helps and making sure that it's balanced mm -hmm. um, because, you know, shifting over to kind of just that fitness brain of your workouts, you know, getting a good workout, raising your heart rate for an extended period of time, lifting some weights, strengthening your muscles, um, mobility and mindfulness in that spectrum, I think is very different from just kind of like stretching calisthenics in the morning. Yeah. Um, so I guess kind of shifting over to the fitness and how you move when you exercise, there's a lot to be said and a lot to break down. But just skimming the surface, um, I think one of the things that just sticks out to me um, when people are working out, a lot of people move fast during exercise. And while to say that's not wrong, how you move fast actually is important um, and not kind of moving fast without control. I think there's a difference that a lot of people don't necessarily tap into. So incorporating mindfulness and even a hit more intense, fast paced workout is important. Yeah. I think one, one exercise that kind of comes to mind are like going up the stairs, for example, people run the stairs. You can mindfully go up the stairs quickly a simple way to look at it is being light on your toes mm -hmm. can be a more mindful way of going up the stairs quickly as opposed to just doing whatever you can to get up those stairs in 30 seconds. I, I agree. I, I think, I think there's a lot of people who are speeding through life in general, mm. not just their workouts, you know, and that is, is a bit of mindset. It's, um, kind of also a learned train thing. Um, observing a lot of people exercising while working in fitness centers, you know, there are a lot of people that are not present in the workout. You know, they're, it's like the workout is filling space in between time on Instagram for some mm. people, you know, yeah. they do a set and they pull out their phone or they take a picture <laughs> in the mirror, or, you know, and it, it becomes less about like strengthening a movement, you know, exercise isn't just counting reps and like flying through, you know, this squats, just flying through them, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's about strengthening bo the body through that movement. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's a lot to be said about that mind, muscle, mind, body. So I was going to say, and your mind too. Yeah. yeah like it, it's not just physical. For sure. And, and I think when people slow it down just a little bit and you think about that movement, making sure it's correct every time you do it, one, it gives you something to think about other than like, Seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh God, I have five more. Okay, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know, so it, yeah. it it helps build. It's part of the process, and and what you see is your more experienced lifters, your more experienced fitness individuals. They they have that. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it's like anything with time. 
right? Right. And, and, and uh, you know, a little piece of advice is think about the what's and the why's of the exercises that you're doing, and often you can trim off some of the fat mm-hmm. of the exercise. Not, you know, <laughs> <laughs> not all about losing weight these right, days. Right. Yeah. Well, and I, you know, I think. If, Kind of this kind of goes into another episode that we're going to be doing in the future about mindset training and how you view things. You kind of already mentioned that, mm-hmm. um, but you know, finding an appreciation for what your body is currently doing, whether or not it's an exercise or a workout or just sitting here breathing, you know, like, um, I think a lot of when you hear mindfulness, people are like, Oh, breath work. And you know, deep breathing and there's nothing wrong with that, but you know, it, it really can be a great benefit to your psyche as well as your physical. Um, so kind of shifting over to, okay. So after your workout or even like you had mentioned kind of what you do in the morning before you have a workout for the day, what you're doing throughout the day when it comes to being mindful and incorporating movement into your day is it largely impacts, of course, the mind, but also kind of the rest of the things you do in the day. I notice that I'm in a better mood if I get up at least once an hour or change, change position. So at, at home, I, you know, I have a desk area, but then I also have like a, like an Island. And sometimes I'll take my laptop over to the Island and stand up and work. And so just being mindful of not just starting to sink into my chair while I work at the computer. Um, what does that kind of look like for you? Like mindfulness and movement before or after your workout. So you'd already kind of mentioned the before, like first thing in the, in the day, mm-hmm. Um, what does that look like to you after your workouts? Uh, kind of touching back on, on, on one thing you were saying. I, I can't sit for more than like 40 to 50 minutes. Yeah. I, I just can't. I, I'll get up. I, I don't even like need refill on water. I'll just get up and go refill my water or something like that. Or, or I'll go, you know, warm up some coffee or literally pace around. Mm-hmm. You know, I, yeah. I just can't sit for more than 45 to 50 minutes. After my workouts, I, I I do find that after my workouts, that's probably the only time I can sit for like maybe like an mm. hour, hour and a half. But that's because yeah. I'm tired. My body's kind of recovering. But, but even then, like I just, my body just doesn't like it. Mm-hmm. You know, I got maybe I got a bony butt or something. It's <laughs> like my, my body can't like, do it. No, <laughs> get up, walk around, do something. And it, and it doesn't, it's not usually much, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not a time thing. It's just, it is what it is for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it's, I have an uncomfortable chair, you know, but I need to get up. I need to move around. And, and don't get me started about talking on the phone. Like, it's almost physically impossible for me to sit down while talking on the phone. <laughs> You're one of those people that pace back oh and my forth. Goodness. My husband does that. Wear a hole in the carpet. <laughs> yeah. <while> talking, <laughs> like my sister will call and I'll just like pace from my office to the living room, <laughs> out to the kitchen, make the loop, come back, turn around. And if my wife's watching TV, she gets so annoyed because I walk like right in past front of the TV and she's like, gives me that look. <laughs> Find a different route. Right. Yeah. But all those things add up. You know, uh, it's like every modern 
piece of tech that we have for fitness, like, you, you know, your Apple Watch, your Fitbits, all that stuff. Like, it counts steps. It counts movement. Mm -hmm. Because we, as a society, we've just switched to such a sedentary lifestyle across the board that we had to develop technology that reminds us, <laughs> hey, get up, walk around, even if it's just for a couple minutes. Mm -hmm. But what most people realize is that by doing that with those reminders, your activity level just skyrockets. Those, those little reminders every hour. Hey, you've been sitting yeah. down too long. Get up, move around. And you notice increased calorie burn, increased activity, increased, honestly, brain function as well. Oh, yeah. You know, like you're getting that blood flowing. You know, it, it's good for your heart. It's good for your body. It's good for your mind. Like, right. If you rely on your heart to just pump all the blood in your body, it's not yeah, a good idea. For sure. <laughs> like you moving your muscles pumps your blood. That's why our heart rate rises, you know, and that's why exercise is good because it helps our heart not just be so low. Absolutely. Like, it's not all about. consider the calves to be the second heart, yeah. the second primary pumper of blood. Mm -hmm. You know, like sit on an airplane for a couple hours and get up. Yeah. Like you're all, you're just pooled. All that blood just kind of pools down in your legs because you're, you're, you're not moving. Yeah. Yes, I, I definitely will. And as I've gotten older, like I'm so grateful to be able to stand up and like stretch out um, mm -hmm. because my joints crack and pop every time I stand up and sit down or if I, like if I'm sitting down for a long period of time, getting up and moving like my knees start crunching and cracking and but then it kind of loosens it all out and it feels so much better afterward. Oh, definitely. So, so, so Jason, what do you think if you could kind of just have like a, a key takeaway here, uh, for our listeners, especially the students out there that are kind of just like cranking away with all the things on their to-do list, you know, stacking your schedule. So you've got classes all day and then you work after, or you work all night and then you have classes in the morning. Like sometimes you got to do what you got to do. I hand it to all of the, the, especially being a new mom, like, you know, you've got your life outside of school and prioritizing your classes and academic success is so important, but making time for movement, making time to practice a little bit of mindfulness, whether or not it's with your movement or how you start your day, that's so important. And it can really kind of be the foundation to whether or not you have academic success and succeed and, and keep going even in life because the habits that you build as a student often translate into what your profession is. Absolutely. Um, I think you really, you really touched on the right idea there is that it's habit. Yeah. It takes time to build habits. It takes time to break bad habits. But the things that both of those take is, is effort. You know, it, and it's not easy. Just like you said, people are busy. I get that. Everybody has five minutes to to stretch out a little bit in the morning. That is going to pay dividends with with your hips, your back, your body. Because you know nobody when your when your back hurts and your hip hurts, it just throws your mind into a whole separate like mm -hmm. oh my body just doesn't feel good. And then you know? I don't feel like doing anything else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. It's this nasty it's, little once spiral. Your, once your body doesn't feel good. It, it just sucks motivation to do anything else, you know? So take a few minutes in the morning or the evening, whatever, whatever you like, you know, to, to do that five minutes, a, a, a little bit of yoga, a little bit of stretching, make your own thing up, whatever you like. And then, you know, I, I use this example all the time and being in the fitness industry, you know, I go over to a, a friend's house or go to a party, go home for the holidays. And everybody's like, 
I want to start something. What should I do? <laughs> and I tell them the same thing. Movement is the fountain of youth. You know, I'm not going to go into the whole rabbit hole of like what the people in blue zones around the world do that right. live to be, you know, centenarians that lived a hundred years, but it's all, it, it's movement and socialization. Go for a walk. Yeah. If you want, if you want to kind of try to build a habit, the best thing you can do is go walk, walk. For, for 20, 30 minutes a day. Yeah. Try to do it every day. And whether that's in the evening, the afternoon, after lunch, like everybody's schedule's different. And and that's where that, that time management, a little bit of effort and scheduling comes into play. Go for a walk. And a lot of people who live long, um, you hear all different kinds of little stories about how, you know, they made it to their 100th birthday and what's their key to life and key to vitality is go for a walk. A lot of them yeah. say mm -hmm. movement, just stay active, you know, just. I walk every single day because, uh, I mean, that's what we do. That's how we transport our bodies. Uh, but just, you know, something, but it doesn't have to be structured, high intense, lift weights. Those are great things. Absolutely. But walking is good. Absolutely. And, you know, when you break it down, a lot of people, they get frustrated because they go to two, maybe three, I went high intensity interval training, hit classes. And, hmm. you know, I did this, and I did this and, you know, or, or they go to the gym and they, they lift weights, you know, for 45 minutes to an hour, like two or three days a week. And they're like, Oh, you know, like I don't feel like I'm not seeing changes. I'm not seeing this. And it's like, okay, let's just look at movement time. Yeah. Right. If you walk for 30 minutes a day, you know, you're looking at three and a half hours of movement. Versus like those, those classes you're packed in and then you, maybe you don't do something for one day, two days, you know, you're, you're building up that sedentary time. Yeah. And then you let's, let's sprinkle in five minutes a day in the morning. As soon as you get up, you mm -hmm. know, now you're looking at like, you know, another half an hour, let's be honest, 40 minutes because no one packs it perfectly into mm -hmm. five minutes. When you start adding all those together, you know, now you're looking at a good, good time block for your week. And it doesn't have to be crazy. It doesn't have to be super intense. It's about time. Mm -hmm. Frequency, total mm -hmm. time. Um, yeah, you hit the nail on the head because I know a lot of people, you know, they come in for their workout and it's short lived. Or even if it is a whole hour, if you're only doing it a couple of times a week, there's seven days in a week. Yeah, for sure. You know, what are you doing on the in-between days? So, you know, just trying to kind of get in check and making it a priority because if you're making movement and mindfulness a priority, it's going to help the rest of your priorities. Um, like you said, I mean, it's just if you don't feel good, if your body doesn't feel good it's really hard to stay motivated to do other things. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think this is just definitely a nice surface discussion. Uh, definitely stay tuned, guys. If you're looking for future episode topics, we will be talking about mindset training and, and really things that you can kind of do to get into that mindset to, you know, keep your motivation with, of course, mindfulness, being well in general, because, you know, what we've been saying down here and college recreation and wellness is if you live a well lifestyle, you will stay well. So be well, stay well, friends. Uh, thanks so much for excellent. Thank you for back. having me. Yeah. It's always good to be here. Have a great rest of your day, guys. 